You are listening to the Rumble Pack, episode 391, recorded for June 20th, 2017. I'm just going to slur through everything because this can of sparkling water is really getting to me. That's the kind of life I live now. Reckless with seltzer. Uh, With me to discuss the post-E3 malaise are the following voices. One, Neil Wagner. Who's completely silent. Or my internet has died. No, no. No, my mic freaked out. Sorry. or, Or Neil muted himself. Or Neil's dead. Or he's dead. We'll miss him. <laughs> so one Neil Wagner, damn it. I'm back. Okay. Because you're the only person that cares about any of the VR games from E3, so you need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, one recently Switch acquiring Tony DeVito. I got one. You got one. Did you play any Zelda yet? One. Yeah, I played like an hour or so. Hour Maybe or so? like four. Okay. It's one hour or four. Ah, the the Bethesda version of Zelda. (laughs) However long it takes you to get out of uh, the first plateau. You got off the plateau. Okay, that takes about an hour or more, depending on how quick you run through it. And then you got to like learn about Spooky Ghost Man. Yeah, you got to Spooky Ghost Man. Spooky Ghost. Yeah, he's like, here's your Spooky Ghost glider. And then you mm-hmm. go and you have to scare all of the different uh, turtles that are in the castles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you convince them all that you're a good guy, not a spooky guy. And then they all help you spook uh, the the final usurper off your throne. And then oh, yeah. you get paid to go into the hospital. Business time. What Hopefully does that say? Going. Read it. What? Who was that? Was that not you? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like, it would be like a page where it was like, brain bleed, get here now. No, no, it's literally just a number. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> we'll start talking about VR. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get, yeah, just we'll do oh, this. Now again. Let's do it in, in, in order of least interesting to most interesting things about E3. Hey, Neil, did you see the VR sections? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> VR is awesome. What do you mean, shut up? Tell me which VR stuff jumped out at you. Because I, nothing, I didn't buy a VR the, headset, the, so that should tell you everything. Okay, so first off, you absolutely should buy the PSVR, so I don't have, so or rather, so I have someone to play Bridge Crew with. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like such a loser in the middle of the night when I'm playing it. You can play online um, with anyone. Yeah, but, but... I need other I need other people I actually know to play this with that me you can to justify. Trust. You are, yeah, I need you are, to bring I need to bring someone else down to my level. You need to get deep um, into the RP. <laughs> so this is a great show for VR. I mean, okay, so my experience with VR was uh old games coming to VR 
And then mm-hmm. there was like a big block in the middle of the Sony presentation where I fell asleep. And there was Did a they... mouse. There was a mouse there. <laughs> I remember that. And there was a really generic looking. I It might have been called Delta Commander or something like that. Like this generic ass shooting gallery thing. Yeah, so this wasn't this wasn't a, a super exciting in terms of anything really noteworthy, like exciting was put out. But I think overall it was still a good show for VR. I mean, Sony re- released their numbers for how many uh, how many PSVRs they've sold right before E three, which I think was in excess of a million. And then at E3 itself, they had a couple of games that looked okay. And then Bethesda announced that they're sinking, formally announced really, they're sinking three of their biggest properties into VR. With yeah, but they're, they're retrofitting VR into older games. Which, I mean, which is good, but it's not great for VR. Like what you want it's, is new properties that are on that level or entirely new games designed around VR in those worlds. I think that also though last year's E3 was all about VR and getting the headsets heads out there and getting kind of a a good launch lineup of games ready for various systems, which happened. I mean the PSVR had one of the best launch series of games best launch titles of any i don't want to say a full system because it's kind of like a system and a peripheral or a peripheral and a system it's kind of it's in a weird middle ground or what six and a half seven months after launch and you have major studios that yes they're retrofitting existing titles but there's still major titles, huge open world games and shooters that are being converted to to VR. You have some new titles that are being released and you have significant sales of the VR system. I mean, yeah. this was it's not an exciting. Honestly, it did, how much stuff was had E3 that you're like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. I'm losing my mind over it. There were three car like, games they, there I, <laughs> that I was very excited for. <laughs> but that's I that's kind of we discussed this previously. I think that that's kind of what we anticipated that it was going to be a little bit of a um a little bit of a step back for these companies that this was going to be developers to come out. But I would really compare the amount of coverage and things that were going into VR at this show compared to the first E3 after the Vita launched where it had already disappeared completely. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the Vita no shows of, uh, I mean, well, or the fact that, I mean, how many times did you hear the word Vita this week? (laughs) Remember I was traveling, so I, I was actually playing my Vita. Yeah, well, well, were you playing your Vita because it was your first choice? Shut up. <laughs> I refuse to be the guy who's going and just, like, stopping by Best Buy every couple days to see if they got new stock of the Switch. I refuse to be that person. This is 2017. I'm not an animal. 
but you kind of want to be that person. <laughs> like that's the surprise. But I kind of want to be that person. And we are quickly heading towards that point. Okay. Are you like 100% sold on a switch? And was that Not because sold. of the Nintendo press conference? I don't think it was necessarily the Nintendo press conference, but I got to actually sit down and play on a switch a few weeks back just briefly. And I was really impressed. And then hearing from, and friends that have switches, just how impressive the system is and how fun it is and just all of the feedback, it it makes me want to own one. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and I, their press conference was impressive. You thought... I mean, the, okay, did you... What about the press conference was impressive to you? Because I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around... It wasn't a stunning failure. Liked. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's, it wasn't Here. abysmal, so therefore it was a win. Yeah, Nintendo released a system that everyone wants, that has sold out everywhere, that has one of the best launch titles of all time, and then they go to E3, and there are, or they're, during E3, they reveal, hey, all of that stuff that you like, here's some more of it, but it's now going to be on the Switch and mobile. That's all they needed to do, and it worked. Yeah, I think the weirdness comes from the fact that they released a console not at the time of year when you release a console, which is the fall, right? They Because they just released the Switch, and they had detailed out ARMS and Splatoon 2, and they'd already told you Mario Odyssey was coming, uh, because they listed all those things like three months ago, this felt a lot like a repeat to me. So while they didn't, like, fall right on their faces. I I didn't seem it I didn't seem like to uh, that to me that it was this huge overwhelming successful presentation cuz I think we knew a lot of it already and the things we didn't know like Pokemon the next Pokemon will be developed on the Switch. They're going to make a Metroid Prime 4. Uh there will be a Kirby game on this system. There will be a Yoshi game on the, like we didn't know those things, but I don't know if you can feel my air quotes as I as I say didn't know these things, but like we knew all that was happening. This is not shocking to me. I mean, overall, everything about this E3 felt very safe. This is a perfunctory Sony. E3. Yeah, Sony went extremely safe. Nintendo went very safe. Mission. For the first time in a long time oh, you, where you they don't seem to be a salesman. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, everyone went very safe. Sony went safe. Nintendo, for the first time in a long time, is in a great position. And they just kind of they did their normal Nintendo thing saying, here's more of the red meat that you love. Mm-hmm. To do. And I think that that's all Sony needed to do also. If uh, you I don't, think that... I don't think that Sony... I think Nintendo did the the they did the we're in a good position. Here's the bare minimum we have to do to do well. I don't think Sony did just in their briefing like they had more games at the conference, like Hidden Agenda, Gran Turismo Sport, stuff that didn't make it into their show that like if you delved into what was there and read all the impressions I got a much better feeling about what they showed there, not being spectacular, but at least being competent. But if you just look at the show, they, other than the VR titles, they just showed you the same stuff that they showed last year, which is awfully reminiscent of what Microsoft did, which is just show you things that they showed you last year. Like, y'all remember Sea of Thieves? 
we're <laughs> still making it. When's it coming out? This year? Uh, ooh, maybe not. And they're like, okay, why even... Like, at this point, it's just so strange because everyone just was showing titles that we've seen before with the exception of Nintendo. I think we're in a space where the AAA titles are in development for next year. You've had Nintendo launching their system, which the launching the Switch, which kind of has sucked a lot of the air out of the room. Are launch which sony put a significant amount of backup into that at the end of the last year and moving that through the holidays so this kind of felt like a perfunctory e3 and i think that the impetus for doing something exciting was really on the behalf of microsoft because this was they're the only company of the big three that of the big three hardware and software developers that didn't have anything super exciting happening. And I think that they, as a company, really fell on their face. I don't know if they... I feel like in they could have fallen further on their face. I, I, this is the same feeling I get for all three of them, is that um, it wasn't... Nothing was a flat-out failure, but everything they had this year had so much more potential. And, and so with Microsoft, it's... It's especially bright because they're launching new hardware, but at the same time, it's no different. I mean, the the question was, would the Xbox One X be? And we haven't even discussed whether we whether then that entire thing yet. Um, but the the question for it was, would it be something more enticing than the Pro? And it's not. It's just the Pro. So it is new hardware, but at the same time, who cares? It, it was almost like it didn't need to be anything crazy because it wasn't. It never was going to be. But I think that that's the only thing that they brought. That's the That was the thing that they were hanging their hat on, that they were pushing forward the entire time. And apparently you didn't see how pretty Forza looked. <laughs> oh, it was, I stand corrected. It was really pretty. <laughs> really pretty. Oh, yeah. Well, they, and, this was their I, big. Oh wait, thing. hold on. That Sea of Thieves looked fun, and they had the thing with the shoving. Fun last year, and I, it'll I look know, fun I know, I know. on the Xbox One, the Xbox One Slim, or the Xbox One X X to X Two United X Men Three. No, the but I think that I feel like everyone keeps throwing that out as a negative. Uh, I think that ends up being just as much of a positive it is as it is for the the pro, right? Like things will look slightly nicer on this box. That's fine. I think the bigger thing for Microsoft is not only will Sea of Thieves be fun or look fun next year when they show it at E3 inevitably because it's still not out. Uh, not only will it look fun on the on the regular Xbox One and on the X. But it'll also look fun on PC, which people keep discounting. But I think that's actually kind of a nifty thing um, that that keeps getting short shrift. Like even Forza Motorsport 7 is going to come out on PC day and date, which is a thing. It, it I mean, Forza Horizon did, but the mainline Forza series has never done that. Um, and that's a like a pretty big move for them. And, and I guess people keep framing this as a negative, but I'm very confused why they do. Because it's like a positive 
I think that those are incremental positives for people that are playing things on the PC or and playing things on a, a system or you know P, for PC player PC gamers. Um, that that's that's a positive, but at the same time, I just feel like Microsoft underwhelmed. They that seemed like they were trying to announce a new system with a series of launch titles. Like this is the next big thing to buy, but it's a confused message and it's confusing to talk about what is a launch title when every game that works on the X is also going to work on the one to me. That's not a launch title. That's just something that works on. Like the the big titles that are coming out this fall that are gonna like look better and work with the One X they come out before it comes out. Like Forza hits in October. It's one of their like oh, it's four K sixty frames a second. That's like one of their big flagship One X titles, and it comes out a month before the system. Right. Be- so if their thing that they brought to here is the Xbox X. Here is the next most powerful thing ever. What, where, what's the, and they couldn't provide a solid reason for why you should buy it, which that's, that's the general consensus is there was no strong rationale for you need to buy this now. I, I there think there was they, nothing for it because they didn't price it at three ninety nine Like everyone was kind of hoping. I, I think they're in fact saying you don't need this, but yeah. Exactly. I, they said I know. They priced it where it, they priced it where until it's hits its first price jump dump or price bump, so you know, 6 months to a year in, they didn't uh debut a peripheral that sets it aside. I mean, all jokes about PSVR and VR in general aside, Sony debuted something that changes your interaction with a game and they said this is going to work on our current system and it'll work even better on our upgraded system microsoft came out with the system where they could have brought that peripheral on board and said we're going to try to compete with these guys now and we're going to offer you something new and a new experience instead they came out with this is now more powerful this is your games are going to be slightly prettier if you have a full 4K TV and it's going to be uh, 200 bucks more than our current base system, which will pay, which will play all the same games and still be beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was essentially what their press conference was when you strip everything away. And to me, that's a failure because oh. they didn't provide something that said, that's not. This is what their big foot for it, and I, I think that's. I think that's a positive. I, I have to disagree for it. I, I have to disagree that I think this that was not a failure. I actually think that's a positive because I think had they come out and said, "Here's this new thing, and here's the thing it does that the old console doesn't," that completely sets it apart from the things that came before it. I think that people would have ripped it to shreds for that. And, and I think rightly so. If they had made an Xbox One X that did VR and that does this game and that game and, and the Xbox One doesn't, everyone who owned an Xbox One that didn't want to spend the money to upgrade would feel like they were getting kicked square in the dick. I actually think the safest, best thing they could have done is to say, 
here's this thing. You don't need it if you don't want it, but if you want it, here it is. The the pitch is as simple as, and I think this is misguided, so don't don't let me let me preface this. I don't don't think of this as like a out and out support for the concept. But the the premise is as simple as we made a thing that plays all of the things that everyone plays, all the third party stuff looks the best here. We're we're no longer getting kicked in the groin over and over because the game is upscaled from 900p to 1080p. Like we got that 180p in the bank now. We don't need now if you want the best thing, we have the best thing. And I I think that's couched in them getting beaten up for 3 years and I think it's what would have been good 3 years ago. I don't know if it's good right now, but to me that that concept's very simple and they they were also very clear to say that even if you have a 1080p TV, things will look nicer on this thing anyways because particle effects or whatever, like things will be sampled better. It'll it will quote unquote look better. At least they I don't know if that'll be true in practice, but they put that out in their message. So to me it was very simple. It was like if you got extra cash that you don't want and you want the nicest thing, we now have the nicest thing. And it's more that playbook, again, this is where I think maybe they're they're in error here. Because I feel like they're like back when we launched, there was really no difference between the Xbox and the PS4, practically, because the exclusives were non existent for both of them. For like a year. It was painful. And the only difference between the consoles was the PlayStation looked better. And so I th- that was part of the impetus that pushed everyone towards the PlayStation. And then once the ball got rolling downhill, they were screwed. I think their their idiocy here is that they think just being more powerful like the PlayStation was back when they launched is like going to fix their market share problem. That's not going to be the case. That may be where they have failed. But their message was pretty clear to me, I thought. I don't think we're disagreeing here. I think that you're I think you're right. I, I think I see it. I think you're right that their message. Yeah. yeah, their message was was very clear. And they were fighting and trying to win and respond to the battle from three years ago. But that battle has come and gone do anything that was particularly spectacular in there were no it's in my, in my mind there were no exclusive titles that came up that said this is really going to be a you know this is a fundamental reason why we are better than sony peripheral edition that <clears throat> said this is the next generation and we're going to offer something new and something interesting it was just more of the same and very perfunctory and they're com- and coming in on a weaker foot and they tried to sell more of the same and perfunctory as something amazing and incredible and just the absolute future and to me that their message was clear but they were fighting something from 3 years ago that's not a and to me that's not a win. That's a you're just responding to your you're responding to your chief rival while your chief rival is already downfield looking to do something different. Well, so I'm I'm actually looking at the game list because I think so much of our thoughts about what they showed were are are colored by the re- revealing the Xbox 1X. But I don't know and this is where I think I'm I'm unclear on everything where the 
exclusives begin and the the launch exclusives end. Um, but I'm I'm just trying to like I'm just going to go down the list things that pop out. Obviously, Forza Seven isn't everyone's cup of tea, but it's that's a pretty good exclusive. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds I think is just like exclusive for a while, but probably for like a year while they get it on consoles, and that game is huge. State that of Decay is one of the that's one of the things that I thought was a real that was a real standout, but I thought that it was a it's limited exclusive. It is. It's a limited exclusive in terms of just like whenever the dev gets it working on both systems, they'll release it on both. Um, but they they got them to say, "We'll do you first. Uh, but I also think that might have something to do with the fact that there's an early release program on the Xbox so that maybe they can like work on it while they have it out there. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about State of Decay 2, despite me not having any particular interest in it. But people have said that that's something special. Uh, are we even going to discuss The Last Night? <laughs> the Last Night? Are, or you were on a business trip, so you were unaware of this. And Tony, you're not connected in directly to the internet, right? So you. Oh, I just looked it up and I realized I just didn't know the, t- the uh, title of the game. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that game looks really good. <laughs> what is what? There's a game called The Last Night. It looks really pretty. Uh, it's unclear to me at this point, and it kind of like flared up and has disappeared. Uh, at, at either at one point or for all times, the creator said some icky shit. So either everything he ever does should be boycotted forever, or maybe he can say he's sorry and change, but I'm not certain. And I'm not going to weigh in because I'm not allowed to have an opinion. So I'm not going to even, what is it? Don't worry about it. We'll tell you when you're old enough. The artful escape. Was that uh I don't know if that's probably not a, Exclusive, exclusive. Sea of Thieves looks great. Tacoma looks great. Cuphead got oh, an Cuphead look. finally got an announced actual date, but we've seen it's it like for like three years. Crackdown three. Crackdown three's trailer looked like god awful horseshit. When we were watching the uh, press conference, I think I even typed like, "Why does this look so bad?" But if you go and watch the the actual gameplay, it looks not that bad. I don't know if it's something to be hyped for, but that was okay. Uh, Ooblets was apparently pretty interesting. Ashen is, I think, an exclusive. And Ori and the Will of the Wisps is, I guess, a launch exclusive, like the last one. But like, that game's wow, dope that was as a fuck. Depressing trailer. I know that that trailer made me so sad. I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that's a decent list of things. There's no, you know, what's amazing outside of Forza. There's no like. Gears, Halo, Fable. So there were two games I was really shocked that Microsoft didn't have anything about. First, they're talking about another E3 where it was just a lot of the same games that we've seen before. There was no updated trailer or or gameplay or additional information about We Happy Few, which I was kind of surprised by. Well, that's, that's one of those early access games. I think it's like out there and playable. It's... It's like it's early access, but I don't think that they have actually announced a release date. There, um, the other thing that I was surprised by was no Halo. Actually, well, this is the thing: 
is if they had done Halo and Gears and been like, hey, we have a new console. It looks everything's going to look really good on it. Here's a meaningless teaser for Halo. That actually would have pissed me off. Like, it's funny because I'm angry that they didn't show something for those games because it makes it feel empty. But at the same time, if they had done that, it would have been like, ugh, more Halo and Gears, I guess. It's like, I don't think anyone was going to be happy with whatever they said. I actually don't think there's anything they can do to recover the mindshare that they lost from the 360 generation. Because I don't think anyone ever liked Microsoft so much as they liked playing online all on the same console. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think there's this weird reverence like there is for Nintendo and Sony and their first party no. properties. I just and I don't think that they can manufacture it. So they have to do something different. And I don't think they did that this year, but they still have to try and do something different. <laughs> Whatever that they ends up being. They need to do something different. They need to have something something exciting. They if they had Wolfenstein 2, I think that that's all they need. They need something on that level where it's just batshit crazy and looks awesome. And- they don't have anything that's coming that's exclusive that makes me think, yeah, this is this is really good for Microsoft. Where whereas Sony, there are a few titles I'm thinking are going to be really good. I think the next God of War is going to be really good. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped I for think. God of War. Yeah, I'm very hyped for that. I think pretty much anything Naughty Dog puts out is just going to be. Uh, I'm sure it'll be good, but I refuse to get excited for an expansion pack for a game. And the same thing goes for the Horizon thing. Like, when I get back and play Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm sure I'll really like it, and then I'll play the, like, Frozen Frozen Fuck Mountain expansion. Like, I'm sure I'll enjoy them. But both of those two things at the front, I was feeling like, I don't know, I I guess I'm feeling some fatigue on... uh, on that, like Spider-Man, God of War. They've got the next. They didn't really say anything about it or show anything new at E3, but they have the next, uh, the sequel for The Last of Us coming. That's another thing that's coming to that. Oh, yeah. They announced that last year, right? Im- was it last year? No, it, was it wasn't Playsta- at E3. It was at the PlayStation Experience, but that was like December. Yeah. So it's technically last year. No, I feel like uh, that's in the works and that's going to be another Sony exclusive. And that's going to be something that's pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, God of War. Um, Detroit. But here's the thing with Detroit. I really like how so it why looks. Is there a game called Detroit? Or did you not see the trailer of it from last year, Tony? Uh, it's it's a game from David Cage. Creator of Heavy Rain. Yeah, I got you. It's called Detroit, colon, so what, like, it's fucking Heavy Rain. <laughs> like, what do you I want? say what weird being supernaturally licks my balls. No, you wish. This one's about androids and whether or not androids are people and deserve people rights. Look, Detroit, hmm. be, is it Detroit become human or becoming human or like? I think it's become human. Become human. It doesn't matter. The game looks really good. I'm going to buy it. And also, it's gonna kind of suck a little, like as is tradition for Quantic Dreams. <laughs> like they make games that that I want to to love. Do you like Blade Runner? Yes. Yeah. Do you like terrible acting? 
Mm, not always. <laughs> Sometimes in certain ways. Do I like shit that sounds really like a French? It went through a, st- a, st- a French person filter. Sometimes, <laughs> like I like Life is Strange. That went through a French filter and it was fine. But like, well, have- you got you got one yes and two maybes. <laughs> Detroit becoming human is so- for you. I'm gonna buy it. No, it's it's not about like there's there's two there's two metrics here. There's like will I buy it, and then there's will it actually be good. And they're completely independent. <laughs> In fact, I think they're they're like diametrically opposed. I don't think you can. They're inverse inversely related. Um, I do not want to spend sixty dollars on, but I know if I don't get it when it immediately comes out, I'm probably never going to get to it until it becomes the free game of the month, like six years from now. Yeah, there's lots of games coming. What out. Quantum Break? Oh yeah, Quantum Break. Wait, what happened? We haven't disconnected. Yeah, I was... no. oh, I'm still here. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm here. Did you not have to go save lives? No. Oh, okay. They were just, hey, how you doing? I've just been listening and yeah. You just got like no, a, you got a page. What? what are you thinking of? Oh, hey, uh, somebody's having butt gas. Can we have a medication for butt gas? Yeah, finger and vigorous <laughs> shaking. Sounds good. Great. Glorious grand. Yeah, butt gas all the way. Uh, I mean, did, did we want to talk about Bethesda? The weird dichotomous thing that is Bethesda? What are we talking about with them? Well, so they revealed, like, Wolfenstein 2, which is a game that continues from uh, Wolfenstein The New Order. In which, yes, in which the Nazis have taken over America, and they they spent a lot of time uh, messing with Americana and Nazifying it, and then in that game you join a resistance with like a sassy black lady, and you you play part of the game from a wheelchair because you're injured, B.J. Blaskowitz, and there's a there looks like there will be a sequence in the game where a progr- where a uh, where a soldier drops acid. And talks to cartoon chameleons while on the battlefield. Hmm. And it was bonkers. Like, just watching it. You should you should really... I'll put it in the Discord. You should really, really watch the Wolfenstein 2 trailer. It's like the super long trailer. I think that game will be right up your alley. I still need to play that first Wolfenstein. You should. I thought that game was... <laughs> dude, that game was baller. I uh, heard. And... I mean, I really... And then the rest of the Bethesda thing, they announced, I think, a, a, a full-on new expansion to, oh, what are those games that I bought both of them? You really like them, and I'll never play them. With the stabbing and the teleporting. Dishonored. Dishonored. The Dishonored 2 has a big expansion that uh, yeah. you might be interested in. pretty cool. Those two, th- two things seem cool. Then the rest of the things that they did was... Uh, they uh, released old games again on other consoles and in VR. And then they announced that they're going to charge you for mods again. Mm-hmm. And that's all they did. It was like, wow, these two really good things. Oh, these bad things. Huh? <laughs> so the gaming world turned, turned on Bethesda a little bit there. Um, 
and I'm trying to think. Oh, Ubisoft. Uh, now that you're a Switch owner, Tony, you may be interested in Mario versus or Mario. Is it versus? No, it's Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, that seems like it could be an amazing pile of Did, garbage. It seems like it could be, except it's XCOM with Mario and QT Rabbids. <laughs> I stand by what I, I'm saying. Yeah, I gotta. I, I'm standing with Tony here. Pile of garbage. <laughs> it could be a thrilling, uh, earth-shattering pile of garbage. Uh, could be. I feel like you guys yeah, are way it's... too down on this game. It looks very fun. I don't know. Uh, That's what if I'm I want, saying. It could be an amazing. If I want XCOM, I'm gonna play. XCOM. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, did Super Mario Odyssey interest either of you? Uh, I didn't actually see the trailer for that. I've heard people are pretty positive on it, though. It's a promising thing. Yeah, lots of it looked really good. I still maintain that the new Donk City looks horrifying. Having like <laughs> real supposed to be like a Donkey Kong thing. I think it's the city from Donkey Kong, maybe. Like, is that why? Like, I figured that's why it was New Donk. Yeah. City. Right. Like so you would think Donkey Kong would be in the Donkey trailer Kong. or in the game, but no. Hmm. Just Pauline. Just being the mayor, you know. Mayor Pauline. That's that's pretty much the ending to Donkey Kong Jr. If I remember it correctly. Uh, really kind of dicey about her pro rate policy. <laughs> People, <laughs> she's not doing enough for the inner city. Like, I hope that's what Nintendo decides to get in on. Like, this really, yeah. this game is just a commentary on urban planning and how difficult <laughs> that is. Awesome. That, that would be refreshing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a Mario game. It's like Galaxy. I'm gonna. I'm. I was never over the moon about getting Galaxy. Yuck! 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 But like, I don't know. We'll get it. Uh, Galaxy was good. It is good. I'm not. I don't know. I thought Galaxy was really good. I think I'll have the same thing with Odyssey though. It'll be like really good, and I'll be like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. After playing Zelda, I can't like. I can't imagine loving something as much as that this year. So we'll see. Uh, but it's something that looks fun that you'll be able to play in a bar on a on a fun console. That's exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly where I'm going to take it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and Actually, that's, a, that's a success for Nintendo. I feel like I need to get that attachment for the bar that clips the switch to the top of the uh, baby carrier. <laughs> So like they, they just clips to the bar stool next to you. You got the whole thing. You just take the controllers off, get playing. I know we actually had two switches and played Mario Kart at a Denny's on Sunday. Like we we lived the Nintendo commercial dream. God, I saw I saw that photo and I thought that I'm, I immediately thought back to how much I mocked the the Nintendo release video or debut video. I still became think everything I made fun of. Yes, except I still think it was awful and I didn't participate mostly because the food came before I could, but I didn't. So now my conscience is clean. I can, I'm still not a millennial. <laughs> that's all that, <laughs> that's all that that means. Yeah, far cry awesome. five, Tony, they're making another far cry. Sure. Ask me they're about good, it. They're good games, aren't they? Yeah. Ask me what the new feature is. What's the new feature? It's fucking Far Cry. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a good feature. Uh, Far Cry in Montana. Yeah, it's Montana, in, right? Yeah. 
So it's going to be full of full of delicate like... social commentary, I'm sure. Oh, there's going to be so many angry alt-right people. I mean, isn't there right now? Like, I'm confused. What's changing? <laughs> <laughs> the more angry? Is that possible? The more angry. Oh, man. Uh, Call of Duty. I'm kind World... of an emotional uh, health level. I feel pretty good about the fact that there's a game coming out that I can punch Nazis in and that there's a game coming out that's going to make the alt-right real angry. That's two. <laughs> yeah. That's and, two and, wins. And Spider-Man will piss them off, too, because they have the gay Spider-Man in there, too. That'll piss them off. That's true. Can I tell you, I that's don't care at all about Spider-Man. I care. Wait, Spider-Man, the abstract concept, or Spider-Man, this particular game? Which do you not care about? The the game. I don't. Okay. Like, it, everyone lost their minds over this game, and I just, I just don't get it. I get it, and still, I do wonder when is there too many quick time events? Right. That's the question that I think everyone should have after they watch that gameplay uh, from the main stage. I don't know. I'm. The, I am cautiously. Up. For when there are too many, is never. Oh, you're that kind of person. There's never enough. Mister QTE, they called him. Mm-hmm. He knows where that X button is, and he wants to show you on command with I good reaction pound. time. I want to pound it. No, that was God of War. You missed out on that. Actually, God of War looked like it had less quick time events than Spider Man, <laughs> <laughs> which that's just shocking all by itself. Uh. I guess Dad of War. I, I like the concept of Dad of War, and I and no, I'm not like. Get, well, I've been a dad, and as a father, I feel like God of War speaks to me now. No, like fuck that. We know you do. You're such a. F- <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh. uh I'm trying to think specifically about the Spider-Man. Oh, that's why I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Because the traversal was really fun in Sunset Overdrive. Because his name is actually Hans Spiderman in your uh, pro-Jewish rights. That too. You've nailed all of my my points. (laughs) No, I feel like it's the same crew that made Sunset Overdrive. And the traversal and city in that game were very fun. And they said that they took those concepts, and that's what informed them building this oh. Spider-Man game. So oh, I really? am in. I am in. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes, really. Yeah. Okay, that could be... Exactly. Not a steaming pile of garbage. Is that the best thing we can say about a game after we see it at E3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't look like a heap of garbage. That doesn't look like utter dumpster trash. Uh, speaking of dumpster trash that only Neil could enjoy, does Anthem make you double think your allegiance to Destiny 2? No. Okay. What's Anthem? And Anthem, I'm tempted by Destiny 2. Anthem is EA's We Can Make a Destiny Game. <laughs> That's all it is. Made is by it BioWare. Destiny 2? I don't know. I mean, I oh, think they're all kind of crap, so I guess I'm sure, maybe. It's, <laughs> the the bar is set it's low. Their response, it's their response to Destiny, but it's it's an over-the-shoulder sh- over shooter, isn't it? Uh, it's not actually first person. 
it is not first person, but I feel like so many of the conceits of Anthem are clearly the same as Destiny. Yeah, conceptually, it's the same. I like the idea of being able to fly. That the fl- seems okay. Neat. The flying looked really good. This was also a bullshit trailer. <laughs> like, there's yeah. not a shred of what they showed will actually be a game one day. Like, the actual game will be something completely different. Um, not. Not in so much as it may not. It might look like that, but what they showed is not what that game will be, almost assuredly. It also probably won't come out for a while. And when's Destiny 2 supposed to hit? This year. What? Uh, October. Right? Is Destiny 2 coming out? I'm excited about Destiny 2. I hate myself for being excited about (laughs) it. And I've... I feel like I'm just I'm preparing myself to go back into an abusive relationship. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited to get punched in the face. That's can we put that on the back of the box? <laughs> I hate myself. I'm the core demographic. Getting ready to sink 80 hours into self-loathing. Why not like it? Like why not enjoy it? I don't know, Tony. Do you did you like Diablo three? Yeah. I mean, do you really like the moment to moment of what you're doing? Do you really mm-hmm. like it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I always feel like I enjoyed Diablo 3. I probably could enjoy Destiny the same way where it's like the core mechanics of what you're doing are well executed. Why am I still doing them? I would ask 30 hours later. Uh, and that's, I mean, I well, don't know. I so got it out of my system. Diablo 3 after... Uh, some of the advances. No, see, I, I didn't play, but those are just incentives to do the same loop again. Yeah. And so no. the same thing with like adding raids to destiny, like, it's an incentive to do the same loop again. I, I mean, no, I hear the raids are actually like really good. Yeah. The no, raids in destiny are raid. the raids in destiny are really a standout. for all the complaints about everything else in the game, which really the complaints are not about a it being a terrible game. It's about a lack of of end game content. I mean, it's a the mecha- the shooting mechanics were a ton of fun. Some of the uh, parts where there was limited platforming that was fun. Having a game where you were playing with all of your friends in a huge world that was fun. The raids are amazing. Getting the raids are the only game i've actually worked with a team of people and we were talking offline and putting together maps and talking about strategy and figuring out how we were going to run a raid that night and setting time aside to do that and that was really cool and that was something that uh that hasn't been successful in any other game i've played so destiny at a certain standpoint it it, it's a gr- it was a great game. I sunk a ton of time into it. I'm excited for Destiny 2 because I think they did so, so many things with the original Destiny so well. But I'm not excited about running the same stupid patrols over and over and over again. Yeah, but I'm not excited about... I feel like that's endemic to loot grindy games. Yeah. I, and I don't I think, think that... Is. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think for me... I had the time and attention for that kind of grindiness back in high school and was obsessed with the Diablo two, mm-hmm. right? Like the, that, that mechanic is legitimately great. 
And then D- Destiny combines, and I think Diablo 3 did this with a lot of the later stuff, combined those mechanics with some of the things learned from MMOs, like the raids and adding different unique mechanisms to get you back in and playing the game. And that's great and all. I just, it, it's just not a thing that I got time for, I think. I, 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 it's funny because they, they are completely competent games and there's nothing wrong with liking them. Or, like, if they become the thing that you want to put the time into. I don't even feel like it should be self-hate. Like, we joke about it a lot, but if you're having fun with Destiny, who cares if, you're, if like, it, if people don't think you're it's a great use of your time? Like, who cares if you're having fun? But, like, I just, I know that that doesn't fit for me anymore. It's not a good fit. I, I'm there with you, and I know that I have. <laughs> and and playing it at the same time. Yeah, it I, doesn't fit my life either. Click, 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 click. <laughs> well, I think that that was part of the problem for me also with with Destiny is that I think with these with these games that are loot grinding, you almost have to be a little more disciplined and say this is how much time I'm going to allow myself to put into this because if I'm if you just totally let yourself succumb to I'm just going to grind for loot and not put any restrictions on myself you're gonna end up angry and upset with a game whereas if you're a little more uh conscientious and forward thinking with the game and saying like like i'm not gonna go and play this is my only thing and i'm not and i don't have the time or ability to sink five hours into this each day four hours into it or whatever then it becomes uh it becomes a little bit different experience yeah it's well the community aspect of things can change a lot of those games yeah. Um, speaking of community aspect, I, I have to say maybe the only game, because I feel like we've we've talked at length and we've complained about most of the things from E3. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a thing that jumped out at me that I really liked. And I feel like, Tony, you like this as well. I put it. I don't know if you looked at it in the discord. I put a trailer for it in there. Uh, but EA, the only thing that I liked out of the EA conference, I didn't even like Battlefield or Battlefront 2, like that didn't really, like I didn't dislike it, but it didn't grab me. The trailer for A Way Out has me like 100% sold on this game, even if it's not that good. Do you know the concept of this? A Way Out's the one where it's permanently split screen, even if you play it with someone online. Oh, yeah, this is the two brothers. uh, The prison break thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're related. I don't know what... Like, I don't know, and I don't want to know. Like, I, I don't want to actually know anything about the game. The concept is such an interesting thing, and the the direction of those split screens and having, like, gameplay interacting with cutscene next to it and playing off of each other, it reminds me of a, um, a movie style. And I'm trying to think what, what movie recently used that. Oh, like the Draft Day movie which I don't know if either of you watched. You shouldn't. It's terrible. But it was really fun to watch, and you should watch it. Um, that that movie did a lot of like weird comic book split screening of scenes in different locations. That way they didn't have to like pay the actors to be in the same place. How genius. Uh, but this game has that. And like I don't want to know anything else about A Way Out. I just want to play it when it comes out, like right, wrong, or indifferent, even if it's hot trash. Like, does anything jump out at you guys that was like, damn, I want that out of E3? I mean, a way out looks great. I'm I'm really excited about Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. That looks fun. Wolf, it's Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. 
it looks so it looks so weird. I'm sorry. So did you if you go back to your childhood and go look on your bookshelf, it's actually spelled Wolfenstein. <laughs> Little known fact. Little known fact. Fun. Life is strange too. Yeah. Life is stranger. Well, life is prequelier. I'm excited for that, but that was just that was like the tease a tease of a tease. Yeah. That we got there. Like of course I want Cuphead. We've known that for a while. Uh Ori Cuphead is really bad. Ori is a, a foregone conclusion. Yeah, Ori's probably always gonna be dope. Uh Gran Turismo Sport looks hot. Uh they finally upgraded all their car models. Forza looks hot. Uh, Project Cars 2 does not interest me despite funding the first game. I get kickbacks from that game and I don't even like it. That's how you know you don't like a game. Fuck that game. <laughs> They're paying me money and I still say fuck it. Uh, oh, can we talk... Neil, did you see the Beyond Good and Evil 2 trailer? I saw it. I didn't play Beyond Good and Evil. I sort of played Beyond Good and Evil and I still don't know why people give a fuck about that name. I'm really at a loss for, like, why people lost their shit about that trailer. It was just a cutscene. It was like an Overwatch story thing. Right? Those are good, but there's a fucking game you can play called (laughs) Overwatch. There will never be a Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like, that game will never come out. Like, I have no clue why people are amped for that. I don't have a clue why people are amped because they showed the Metroid Prime 4 logo. And I don't know why people are amped. They said, yes, we're making a fucking Pokemon game. Like, of course you are. Duh. I think, I mean, I think people are amped about the Nintendo games, even though they're, of course you are games. Because people are amped about the system. And it's more things that they love. It's red meat. It's more things they love on something that they that's new that they love. And that's why people are so excited. So I really can't explain the Beyond Good and Evil 2 thing. Like, people were like, oh, that's like the best thing at E3. Because it was a movie. I don't get it. It was a movie. Yeah. The monkey, I mean, the monkey that world looks, That world looks neat. Yeah. I, like, the I, original... I know. I, 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 it's like I saw all the same stuff, but like, how can you be excited for that game? What, what's the game? game uh, yeah. Apparently, they made a solar system. Like, did you read into any of this stuff? <laughs> they like, made a solar system. It's like, oh, we like, we're like procedurally generating a whole three solar systems for you to explore. And that immediately throws up my I, No Man's Sky red flags now. <laughs> I, was just, I was literally just going to say, I've been burned by procedurally generated universes before. I mean... <laughs> is a sign that we live in the future. Um, I'm excited about God of War. God of War looks great. I am too, although I feel like I have to be... Uh, it's weird because... So much of the combat looks exactly like the combat that they showed in Assassin's Creed, the the new Assassin's Creed. And when I watched the Assassin's Creed trailer, I was like, this looks like shit. And then I watched the God of War thing and, and it was something about the setting and the the the, you know, the dialogue between the characters leading up to the combat scenes that I was like, eh, I'll deal with that combat to get that story. And 
it, it's just funny to me that like the, the combats look really similar in those two games. And in one, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. And the other, I'm like, Whoa. fuck you. I don't want another Assassin's Creed. I, I don't understand why I feel so different about Whoa. the same games. I think the combat's a little bit different. And it's, I don't know. Do you feel any sort of attachment to the character of Kratos? Because I like Kratos. I like that. I have a character that just does not give a shit and is just a tank moving forward, which I do not feel with Assassin's Creed. I like the concept of Kratos as a character. Like I have a version of that character in my head. That's built up of, of the loose understanding I have of his backstory. That's Mm -hmm. markedly better than the Kratos that actually appears in the games. <laughs> like I like, oh, the the pathos he has has killed his family, tricked by the gods, so angry. And then anything beyond that, like I've just like made up. Like, there's nothing from the games that fills in any of the holes. Um so I like him I just like the thought of him romping through different like mythoses. Like now I'm gonna fuck up the Norse gods. Now I'm gonna <laughs> now I'm gonna go kick Ganesh in the dick. I'm gonna arm wrestle Jesus now. Like I'm just like <laughs> the thought of him Ganesh gl- in the dick could be totally worth it. How many dicks does Ganesh have? Let's be serious. Now. He's gotta have a billion goddamn dicks. The most <laughs> dicks, for sure. And then yeah, and then he t- he like gets in a pillow fight with Buddha. Like I I really want to play a God of War now. I want Kratos versus the Hindu you pantheon. Want, you just want Naughty Dog to take over God of War so that there's a no game left and b it's just a story that you hold the up arrow to. <laughs> like, I'd rather just watch a globe trotting Kratos fucking up all sorts of pantheons. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. I am really I'm excited more info coming out about south south park fractured but whole oh yeah that that's probably good yeah i hope it doesn't become vaporware oh no it's legit i think it's coming out it's not gonna become vaporware the makers of south park will easily vaporware something if they don't think it's up to the quality the showing it like like especially for like the hand they had in uh the last game yeah, I, like, the showing they had at E3 made it seem like it's really happening. Like, they uh, kind of yeah, vaguely yeah. announced it a year or two ago. Yeah, they announced don't, it last year. Don't get me yeah. wrong, it's something I want. <laughs> you just, you don't trust, you don't trust wanting things anymore. Well, now, what have now the Cavs I'm... done to you? <laughs> Sir, I mean, what, the, what all is... Cleveland sports have ever done to any of us? <laughs> just make you be afraid of liking things. If I like yeah. it, it will hurt me. Yeah. This is a proven fact. <laughs> Let me think back to the last World Series. Yep, it all checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think back to every season of the Browns since they were stolen by Art Modell. Uh, yep. Just fuck, saying. Fuck Baltimore. Let's get serious. Yeah, I that's, know, right? That's you just thought about know. that in a while, have you? That's just but a yeah, shitty lump them. attached to DC. And DC's pretty yeah. shit, too. I'm a little disappointed that we don't have a better, that we don't have a rivalry with Baltimore. They stole our team after Uh they had their own team stolen. Mm -hmm. Is it? They knocked us out of the playoffs. They knocked the the Indians out of the playoffs in, I think it was either 98 or 99. Yeah, rivalries. That's a city we should have a beef with. 
I feel like we have a beef with Baltimore. I don't think anyone loves Baltimore here. I don't. But I'm, know. So I'm sitting. I'm saying we need like that citywide gripe, that deep pathological hate. We need that Kratos hate. <laughs> we need that, just, that Kratos Baltimore right. hate. I'm too into hating Pittsburgh. I really like hating Pittsburgh. They're fun to hate. Plus, they keep winning yeah. things, so it's like you don't feel bad hating. Like whatever. Yeah, They'll get over it just frequently enough that you can hate it. And everybody's like, like down in like, fucking Pittsburgh. Like, they have to wait entire years between championship wins. How do they survive there? Entire years. They have to go. It's unbelievable. You know what? Yeah. I want to see Kratos like haul off on a boat, get over his ass over to Baltimore and like just truck fuck Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Or whatever the Baltimore Pantheon is. I think it's a crab sandwich, Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> and crushing poverty. I think that's pretty much the Pantheon of Baltimore. Checks out. I'd like to see Kratos go full full American gods, have him come over to the U.S., start fighting like... Oh, technology. Uh, Paul Bunyan. Oh, oh like, like no. old school myths. <laughs> Old school miss. Have him fight Paul Bunyan. Drunk ass Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed. Him versus a caricature of George Washington with a giant battle axe. And wooden teeth. Chopping down cherry trees. That's where I want the series to go. Favorite activity. <laughs> Ford and Rivers. Chopping down mm-hmm. cherry trees. Not telling lies. That's his main go-to. God, a... Did we just we just basically described another Assassin's Creed game? <laughs> that might Assassin's be Creed that might be Assassin's Creed Three. <laughs> I never played it. It literally could be that game. I'm oh. not entirely certain. All right, before we wrap things up, since we I think we've said our E3 piece. Uh, oh, do we want to comment? We didn't even get to the. Commenting, do you, how do you feel about the name Xbox One X? Terrible. What is what is? So it's just going to be like I I do shit in 4K. Yeah. Does it mean I have to like start caring about 4K? Nah. I mean, when you get 10, another TV, 1080p looks really cool. So. Yeah, I mean, when you go to buy a new TV, you'll accidentally buy a 4K TV. Then you should care. But just okay. while your TV's still alive, you're good. All right. I'm down. Uh, Tony, do you have any yeah. other things to say about owning a Switch? How do you feel about the hardware? Uh, not what I expected. What do you, in I what f- way? I felt cheated at first. Yeah. And then I played Zelda. And I'm not sure I still don't feel cheated by the hardware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you had the same experience I had, where I was like, "This feels like some cheap plastic." Oh, I like this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this yeah, thing. Exactly this thing let me play Zelda. I like this thing now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Let me just, just check. Really, I'm, Best I'm Buy. Yeah, check stock on that, Neil. How about you drive over to the Best Buy? Just bang on the door. Sadly, I'm a dumb idiot. Uh, why don't you go fuck yourself, there, Kaz? <laughs> We'll start a countdown clock till Neil has a switch. I think less than a month. Damn it. You better have one when Splatoon 2 comes out. 
We'll see. We'll see when the stock. Nintendo should make win. more of them. I'm gonna. I I'm gonna suggest a bold st- strategy for Nintendo. Make more of the things we want, and don't not make them when we want more of them. I'm gonna present that. So I made a PowerPoint for it, but <laughs> I just gave you the summary slide. Good. I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> I love that Tony. You're having the exact same experience that I did, where I kept yeah, I kept holding like, the switch, and I was like, I think I like this thing because I like Zelda. <laughs> like it, it's yeah. I mean, probably. Did you get it? Wait, you got the other? What'd you get? Like Dance Dance Revolution? Uh, yeah, Just Dance twenty twenty k something or other. But have you bought anything else? Like, or if, do you just? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Are you just Thumper? You got Thumper? Okay. Thumper's dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you just playing? They had more like quote songs unquote. Yeah, that would be nice. But I, but I think I dig the like industrial like slam beats. Uh, Did you, are you just playing it in handheld mode all the time? Uh, I play it predominantly TV. I actually like. Here's my question: How does Zelda look handheld? Uh, it plays slightly better handheld. Plays better handheld. Yeah, it's smoother because it's it actually doesn't upscale. So not upscaling makes it run a little bit smoother. So I think it looks better on the handheld than it does on the TV. Huh. Marginally, I mean, only if you really care. The, the question for me is when you're playing on the TV, are you using the little like Joy-Con docky thing or are you just holding? No, I, hold them in, I hold them independently and I think that's a dope way to do it, actually. <laughs> that, way, that way your arms could be at the lowest potential energy they at all could, times. They could can, they can be fucking sprawled out wherever the hell they want to. I wish, life. I wish I had the thing that holds it above you while you're lying down in bed so that I could lay completely supine and just like with my arms at my side and play while not even having to keep my neck tense at all. I mean, yes, we all wish we had the fucking uh, Wally fat chair. I was just going to say you literally <laughs> described Wally and the end of mankind. <laughs> yeah, I like, want that. Who, who doesn't want a Wally fat chair? <laughs> you point me the man that doesn't want a Wally fat chair. I'll point at a liar. Yeah, I'll point in a fucking fibber. Uh, Or like one of those freak cross-country ultra marathoners. I just need to keep moving. I don't don't feel alive unless I'm running. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, you make it bad for all those fat people. (laughs) Hey, there's a sweet new route for this big run that people are doing. It's in the middle of the busiest street in the city. Go ahead. No, no, it's cool. You'll love it. Yeah, yeah, the, the you never feel as alive as when you're dodging traffic. Ha- go have fun. You fucking athletic, not going to die as quick as me, piece of shit. <laughs> huh, jokes on you when fucking Trump's killed us all with <laughs> emissions and natural gas. And by natural gas, I mean <laughs> farting in your mouth. Well, that's a specific... I forgot that campaign platform, but all right. <laughs> Oh, well, luckily we'll all get taken out before it matters. No, I, I had a a coworker of mine that was like Mister Cross Country 
CrossFit piece of shit. Uh, delightful mm. human being. But he did confide yeah. in me that, that uh, he'll die getting struck by lightning while riding his bicycle 100 miles. And I will live in a hospital well past the days that he lives. <laughs> like, he, he told me he knows that that's true. And that's okay. He's, he's gotten over it. So at least I feel better about that. Ugh. All right. I think we've overstayed our welcome. Uh, I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk about Dirt Four, but it's a game where you race cars in the dirt. So I, now I've talked about I love it. a game where you make dirt. Yeah, that too. Dirt thing. You actually generate. No, I'm not even gonna get into it. But you you generate courses, so you do kind of make dirt in that way. Mm-hmm. You guessed it. All right. Thank you, listeners. Uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, we got our website, www.therumblepack.com. We have our Twitters, at The Rumble Pack. We have our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Rumble Pack. Uh, we have all sorts of things on our website. You can find all our individual Twitter handles and catch up with each and every one of us. Uh, with that, thank you, Tony, for signing up to play A Way Out with me uh, whenever it comes out. That was nice of you to volunteer. I'm done. <laughs> I don't you, care how much you it sucks. Have to, like, tease me. It, we're, we're here. You want? Hey, Tony, you want to break out of a prison together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck yes. I'd love to break out of a real prison. Let's play this game first, so we know how. Okay. And then we'll go do some <laughs> hard time. That seems that seems reasonable. Okay. Gotta have a plan so first. About it. You're so excited about a digital escape room. By the way, if you guys like things where you make cute stuff, build a harrowing society that's trying to survive. Should we should we look into oxygen not included? Yeah, you should. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if, if Discord's broken at all times, but it it's always like, here's the list of people who are online. Uh, Kaz. Uh, Neil. Tony playing Oxygen Not Included. <laughs> like, there's always yep. a game underneath your name whenever you're on Discord. And I don't know if it's because yep. it's broken or if you're just always playing a game. I'm usually... No, that's not true. If it's like the middle of the night, you're not going to see anything there. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I think it's broken. I think it's always... You're not going to see something it. really soon. I'll put it that way. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, same here. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> Uh, and thank you, Neil, for for hold, pulling out your VR headset and trying to watch the Sony press conference in PSVR. I wonder if I can set up a Google alert for when Best Buy is back in stock. I bet you can. Or isn't there like instock.com? Isn't there like... What? That's a thing? There's a thing where it's That's like stockcheck.com or something. I don't know what it is. There's a thing that tells you like, oh, it's back at Amazon. Oh, it's back at Toys R Us. Oh, to the internet. Yeah, the internet already got that. Like, things, basic, root, like, rote tasks you don't want to do, and porn. Anything you can think of, the internet's got you covered. And it's got other people covered. What do you want them covered in? The internet's got it. Get covered in whatever you want. Yep, check. Cash, check. Unidentifiable black light lit liquids double check mm-hmm. internet got your back thank you lister for making it this far you've unfortunately listened to the rumble pack join us next week for our 10 year anniversary episode how about that and with that uh, my name is kiss this has been the rumble pack game over game over